0: from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers, from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. I I also find it interesting that Paul, uh, even having been converted and and had been in that lifestyle of of the religious zealots, that uh, he still, even in all of that, uh, still showed a respect uh, to to those uh, Jews and to uh, Gentiles both, and in this case, he's pointing out to the Gentiles, you guys need to remember where you came from. You need to remember how good God is to you and that he has brought you into this and has saved you, and, and always remember that. And I think the, the only thing about the past that a couple of things we ought to remember, we ought to remember our past just so we learn from that in our experiences and don't do it again But also, I think it's to keep us humble in realizing where we could be if we had not turned towards Christ and uh, to walk humbly with our Lord. Uh, There's nothing to be proud about uh, in our lives, in ourselves. We do all our boasting in Christ. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far, far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ, for he is our peace who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. And so there was a wall uh, set up by the Mosaic law of commandments, uh, contained in ordinances, as uh, we'll see in verse 15. And uh, we know that it was because of this that separated the Jewish nation from all the other nations. But then he goes on, and he says, talking about Jesus, who is our peace, and has broken down that middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace. And uh, so here is where we start. And having abolished then, we, we know that if you abolish something, you're definitely making it ineffective, and you are nullifying it and making it powerless. And uh, so no longer is is uh, the sacrifices of those animals needed because the ultimate sacrifice of Christ has taken place and is sufficient for all of that. And his shed blood, the perfect blood of Jesus Christ, is sufficient to save the rest of the world, all of the world, and and uh, knowing. And, and, and even the shed blood of those animals never saved those people. It was their faith. And the, the law was always pointing them to Jesus and showing them they needed a Savior. And now we know that even uh, with him abolishing the law, that uh, all need to look to Christ and realize that his blood is sufficient for the salvation of the world. And uh, if you want to turn back to Romans chapter 3, and here uh, explaining some of this also in Romans 3.28, and uh, through 31, therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Seeing it is one God which shall justify the circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid. Yea, we establish the law. And So here we we see, know, and understand that Jesus Christ is the Savior of all. And he did so, as it says, having abolished in his flesh, and we know it was by means of his flesh, and that was by the death on the cross that he abolished the the Mosaic law. And not only that, but then it also says that uh, in his flesh, the enmity and the hatred, the hostility. and we know in, in opposition to the middle wall of partition, the working of the law as a separative system, the, the Gentiles from the Jews, and, and he brings them all together. And that's the way it is today. That that's, can, can we as Christians start looking at the worldview through the Bible and understand that what is going on in our in our world today? It's not just in our country; it's in our world today. The 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 racism card that is being dealt everywhere, and the division that is uh, uh, constantly in front of us, trying to keep everybody divided from uh, one another. That is not from God whatsoever, and we need to see and understand that it is a worldwide spiritual battle that is taking place and and as believers we need to fight that and you fight that by living according to the scripture and you love people as god loves them and you you uh talk to whoever and you share the gospel with whomever that you can reach out to and whoever gives you an opportunity to talk to them i, I uh i had a a call today a, a friend of a, a friend a friend of someone in our church this young lady is in florida somewhere and she's in college and um she's some state university and she's taken a secular class on religion and she needed to so she's interviewing people from different religions and and through the the couple in our church i guess i'm not sure how she's related or anything i don't know but anyway i had the wonderful privilege of being interviewed today and on what we believe, why we believe, and, you know, what, what is Christianity. And, and um, she wasn't ready. She asked me my 20 questions, and then I said, hey, I have a question for you. I said, have you ever trusted Christ as your Savior? And I, I floored her. I mean, it was, you know, there was just silence on the other end. And then she's like, well, I'm kind of open-minded to all religions. And I said, well, I hope that one day that you would understand your need to trust Christ as your Savior. And I said, I know you're not around here, but I would, uh, y- if you really want to know about Christianity, look on our website, watch our live stream services, and that will give you a far better idea of what Christianity is. And and uh, just, I think we take every opportunity we can. and And we need to to, you know, no pat on my back. It's just the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Hey, you need to ask her the question. I mean, why not? Why can't we do that? Why can't we, you know, you're, you're talking to a coworker or you're talking to someone in town or whatever and you're in a conversation, bring it around and ask them. I mean, what, what are they going to do if they get mad at you, soul? I mean, you, you, are, you, you are trying to deal with them on the most important question and the most important decision they'll ever make in their life, and we need to confront them and, and talk to them and 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 uh, know that Christ brings us all together. Doesn't matter who you are, and doesn't matter of your your social status. It doesn't matter of the color of your skin. It doesn't uh, matter about any of the the stuff that the world is trying to divide us over. Even the political ideas that we have. Look, how are you ever going to win over somebody that, that is not a conservative but is, a you know, I mean, way left of us, you know, in, in political standings, how are we ever going to reach them if, if all you want to do is argue with them politically all the time? And, and I know it's hard. I, I don't do very well at it, you know. And, you know, I, I can deal with a lot of things, but don't tell me that I have to become a vegetarian. No, you know, I mean, that's, them's fighting words, you know. But I mean, we just need to, we need to start looking at the world through the lens of, of the Scripture. Remember, I told you a few weeks ago the study was out that they did a they did a a barn I don't know um, if it was Barna or whoever it was it, it was some reputable group that goes out and does a survey. They they call pastors from all over the country, all denominations, and only they came out with 37 percent of pastors have a biblical worldview, 37%. The rest of them just have a, a worldview like the rest of the world. And, and some denominations were extremely low. I told you Catholicism, I think, was 8% had a biblical worldview. And so, um, and, and other. I would be curious, I would really be curious, Baptists were the highest, and I would really be curious if they would have gotten a little more particular on even just interviewing independent Baptists, I mean, there's 27 different types of Baptists out there. Just go to the Independent Baptists and see. I think you'd find them to be much higher than most. But uh, it, it just wakes us up that 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 is the battle that's going on. And and there was a hatred between the Jews and the Gentiles. the The Jews were very pious with their religion and. And and thinking that you know they looked down upon others, you had the Gentiles who hated the Jews because of that. And Paul then is writing, saying, "Christ brings us all together, and unifies us through Him." Isn't that good to know? I mean, I, I I am thankful that that God does that and brings all types of walks together. And I'm thankful for our church family and how diverse it is. And and, and pray that it'll become even more diverse as we continue to grow and, and reach others and, and bring everybody together. And, and uh, so he goes on and he says, Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, the Mosaic law, for to make in himself of twain of the Jews and the Gentiles one new man, so making peace. Boy, there, there's a lot of struggles in our country and there's just not very many people that, that, are, that are living in this kind of peace, and this is exactly the way that we need to live. We, we need to, we just don't need to stress over making the decision on your equipment. You, you don't need to make the stress on that, Randy, Dustin, whoever. You, you just need to, you do your part, and then you check things out, and you lay it all out there, and then you pray and ask the Lord, give me wisdom to make the right decision. We, we need to, we, we can watch the politicians of the day and and the the maniacal decisions that they are making, and, and we can sit around, we can fret and stew and, and get mad and throw rocks at the squirrels if you want or whatever, you know, but really what good does it do, all it does is stress you out and cause you high blood pressure and, and doesn't do any good at all and, and keeps us from Living in the peace that God wants us to live, rather, maybe what we ought to do is just go out if you're going to get upset, walk out, walk down your 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 block that you're on, pass out some tracks and talk to somebody about Jesus and just get past it and move on and and stop living in such a, a an anger and hatred of of others and I, I mean i we, we have a couple of them on our on our block that are way left of where I am and and I pray for this one man I pray for him and 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 you know what I do with him I just don't talk politics and and when I do it's very general and but you know what I always tell him I say, Gary I want you to know and I've told him over and over I want you to know that Jesus loves you and so do I and I want to see you in heaven one day and I hope and pray that and and I've been able to sit down and talk to him and witness to him and 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 uh you know what I find? If he gets saved, a lot of his political sway will turn turn in the right direction too, with the Holy Spirit. And so let him do that work in his heart. But how there there's such a a fight and a, and a hatred going on, and and here it was it's nothing new. It was happening here, and Jesus made peace, and that He might reconcile both. Now not. Not so much the reconciliation towards one another, that comes, but he reconciled them both unto God in one body, by or through the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Isn't that good? He kills the hatred. He kills the hostility. And he brings them together. Somebody posted it, I've seen it several times through the years, but it's kind of making its run through Facebook again right now, that true Christianity is there were the martyrs cheering when Paul came to heaven. The martyrs that Paul had killed, they were in heaven cheering when Paul got to heaven. That's Christianity. Isn't that powerful? I mean, the very ones that he killed and, and, and their souls went to heaven. And then when Paul trusts Christ, and he ascends, and he dies, and he goes to heaven. They're all cheering. That's Christianity, and and, and it wipes away the hatred, and, and it and it wipes away the fear, and it wipes away the, the anxieties that that so many have. And yeah, you know what? There are that one of the questions posed to me in the interview today: Have you have you ever faced any hostility for your faith? And, you know, what I thought about it, and I thought, and I told her, I said, you know, I, I, I don't, I guess I have faced some hostility, but I said not near the the violent hostility that we've seen in our country and around the world. And really, it, it's pretty minor. Uh, it might get worse along the way, but um, I'm thankful for that. I really am. I, I don't want that. It, it may come, and if it does, so so be it. We just keep serving him, but let us walk in the peace knowing that we have been reconciled with God. And it doesn't matter who you are, just as the as the the grave is no respecter of persons, neither is God. And so let us remember that. And he came and preached peace to you, which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. He preached the he preached peace to the Gentiles. He preached peace to Jews. He preached that you, you can have peace with God. And, and not only can you have peace with God through the reconciliation that Christ brings on that cross, but then he will, after you have made peace with God, then he gives you the peace of God to help you walk through the day and walk through the your your lifetime and, and be able to be, blessed are the peacemakers. And we can be that. And and we can walk in a way that is honoring and pleasing to God, and and see God use us and bless us, and 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 we find that uh, that is exactly what He wants us to do. Remember what? He, and and I'll end with this. This this is our marching orders, okay, guys. In Second uh, Corinthians chapter five, and this was our this was the theme of of Ambassador Baptist College. So we we read this much, but. It tells us in verse 19 of 2 Corinthians 5, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled To God, for He hath made Him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter what you've done. When we trust Christ as our Savior, He brings unity between all of us, and He brings a peace that we can have with our God, and it's a peace that we can live in this world and truly have the contentedness that God wants us to have. Let's live that way. Let's tell others about Christ. Let's stay focused on what's important and and let us be what God wants us to be. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. Father, I pray that even as you tell us, you you tell us that you, you told the Corinthians, for we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. Lord, thank you for that. Thank you that you bring us all together and you unify us together through Christ. And I pray, Father, that we can see that and rest upon that and walk with you and and just find you to be sufficient in all that we're doing. Lord, we love you. We pray your blessings on this service tonight and lead us home safely in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. Have a great evening.